some operations here, Tony. Specifically, I'd love to get your talks about on this, but ladies, please jump in at any time to kind of talk through this. You know, um, mo every bank I know right now has an app, right? I mean, they, they all have apps. So, so what is it that makes your app unique? Uh, what is it? How is it more efficient, specifically for the Latino Latino community? And how do you kind of equip them? Because there's some educational stuff you talked about being left out um, in, in certain areas. So, how are you also educating? And we can kind of tackle those in, in bits and pieces, and however you want to right. do it. Yeah, I mean, it's mobile app. Like you said, it's it's table stakes at this point for any bank to have a way to access your money from the phone in your pocket. Um, where we different, differentiate ourselves is like, you know, the look and the feel of it, the way it's it's uh, designed to, to cater to our, our logo and our colors and our scheme, but also since we are technically, you know, a FinTech startup, we have the ability to, to adjust with needs. So we, when we first launched, we got a lot of feedback from, you know, well, what, how do I activate my card? Why is this menu on the left versus on the right? And and we can quickly, you know, take that feedback and iterate. And then, you know, in another 30 day sprint, we can have that feature yeah. in the store. Yeah. So we're, we kind of have the thought of let's go to market with, you know, what those basic needs are, but let's leave room to get that feedback and iterate based on what our community is asking for. Yeah. It seems like you guys have an agility that a lot of bigger institutions are not going to have. Uh, being able to insert in some of the, the the new things so talk me through can you give me a couple like specific features that you you kind of offer in your app that you're like this is this is a staple and 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 this is this is why it's beneficial yeah so one one thing that i like to to mention is normally you go to a bank you walk in they mail you your debit card that's one piece of mail they mail you your pin that's another piece of mail and hoping that you know you get both of those and you're able to actually call the number and activate it well in ours you do it all in the app you get the card you activate it in the app you can set your pin in the app and you're done mm -hmm. so that's that's what we like to you know have that seamless interaction where you're not having to contact us even though we're available we're ready to help you but you shouldn't need to talk to someone to do those things right right Right. Um, what what are what does the partnership look like with Visa? Right, because this is a this is a Visa debit card. Mm -hmm. So so what is that partnership? How's that kind of coming along, or how did you get there actually with Visa? Yeah. So the I'll, let me jump to the, one of the benefits. So oh, go being, for it. Being directly a partner, we have access to you know every every aspect of the of the transaction. So when someone calls and they have a question about it, we can tell them, you know, did you have your card with you? Did you enter the correct pin? Was it a signature transaction? Um, what was it like a gas station, fast food? You know, maybe how how can we uh, dig down in the details and, and help you troubleshoot your issue? So that's one benefit of being a Visa direct partner. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, another one of the app features that, that Jim specifically had kind of worked on and kind of created for you guys. Yeah, so one, one benefit is the ability to, to turn your debit card on and off in the app. Um, it's one of the features that was, you know, developed for the industry with one of our founders, you know, first put into the market in another institution, and now it's pretty commonplace, but it was something, you know, the forethought, forethought that he had, you know, it's beneficial to be able to do that, whether sure. you've lost it or someone's committing fraud, you can immediately turn it off. Yeah. So that's that's one nice nice feature that we have being a partner with Visa. Mm -hmm. um, the way that comes about is there's there's basically 
three card vendors, MasterCard, Visa, Discover Card. Right. Um, Visa, just the when we go to them with our program, there are incentives that they offer that we can help, you know, ease the cost and pass pass that benefit on to our customers. So it just made a lot of sense for us. Nice, nice. Did you guys uh, shop your product to all three? Um, so one, you know, kind of hidden gem that we have is one of the members of our team is a long time uh, member of that debit card area. Ah. So he's probably been, you know, 30 years strong in the industry. So he's, instead of having to, you know, let's get our packet and let's go sell. He's he's has that experience and that forethought to to kind of get us down into the details and help guide us without having to go through all of that. Yeah, that's cool. I, I'm I'm continuously amazed the more you guys talk at how all of your gifts are coming together to hit all of the different things. Yeah, uh, that is a, that is a really cool aspect of, of what you're doing. Um, t- tell us a little bit about the the features that kind of come along with working with you guys. Maybe when it comes to like information, maybe a little bit of help that you guys provide. Sure. One um, feature we're looking at is. It's a smart notification that will allow our users um, the opportunity to transfer over money into what we call a stash account, and we're calling it our Agencia, which means uh, somewhere you can, you can, bank, we can store your money. And so what it does is it gives the user a push notification saying, hey, you know, you've got an extra $50 in your account this month. It reads their spending habits. Um, you can transfer this $50 into your stash account, and it's going to promote savings because yeah. we know that sometimes Latinos with their um, uncertainty about banks, they don't want to put all their money in their account because they're worried if something happens to it, they're not going to have access to it. Mm-hmm. Well, this will help promote savings for them. Yeah. So, can I ask a question about this stash account? Uh, what was the Spanish word you just used for piggy bank? Alcancilla. Yeah, I'm not even going <laughs> to go with the stash account. Okay. So, with the stash account, now can they get to that money though anytime they want to get to it? Sure. Yes. It's okay. a sub account. Yes. It's nice. not even a it's not even a savings account. It's a sub account. Yeah. Very yes. nice. So Just almost I, like a reserve off to the side. Yes. Stash. Yes. A stash. That's how it gets its name, or whatever Spanish word you use. Uh, very nice. Uh, talk talk to me too about how that promotes the transparency piece about all the things that you guys are doing. Absolutely. We want um, we want them to be able, we want our users to be able to see all of their transactions, mm-hmm. so they can also set as many notifications as they want. So if they have charges, if they have credits, if it's payday, um, we want them to be able to to get as many notifications as they want. Um, One of our other super neat features is um, we will, anybody who has direct deposit will have access to to those funds two days early. So if your payday is Wednesday, you'll have the funds available on Monday. Nice. Yes. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. So th- th- this is great, and we, and we used the use the term startup fintech a moment ago. But you guys are already up and running in, in, in a few areas. So let's talk about that for a moment. Where are you already kind of going? Yeah. So uh, October 2020 is when we technically went live. Um, started with friends and family. Um, I know that Dave and some of the the leadership in Madeira were pretty quick to open account. So. That's where we started. Um, we've since launched, I think, four campaigns to our join list, which basically, before we got to that point in October 2020, we gave you the ability to go to our website and join the list for coming sooner, whenever we launch. So uh, we started to market to those folks um, in January. Mm-hmm. And we've gone, like I said, we've gone through four 
campaigns. Um, so we were live in the store. Yeah. It's a real thing. Nationwide. Yeah. yeah. Nationwide. Very cool. I mean, we started off, you said, in, in just uh, designated areas, right? And so now we've, we're open to everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's really cool that you're already going in so many different places. Um, tell me a little bit about, like, kind of where do you see this going over the next few months, maybe the next year? Kind of like, is there a, a process here that you're like, here's what's next for us? Or a tentative, like, here's where we'd like to go? I don't know. What's, what does the future look like here in the next little bit for you? Um, can I take a step backward Please. and tell you a little bit about how we came to market? Because we're a virtual yeah. product. Yes. So initially, we started advertising online and so on social media in select markets. Mm -hmm. And the key was to grow our wait list. Okay. So we would market in certain areas, direct people to our website where they could sign up for the wait list. And we also did a few sweepstakes and we were able to grow in the thousands pretty quickly, especially after those sweepstakes. And then when we were ready to start testing our features, um, we had our friend we had our friendlies, but then we started inviting some of these waitlisters okay. a few at a time with codes. We knew not everybody was gonna open an account, right. but we would send it to a thousand and have them open an account, test those features, and then really do a very measured growth as we started implementing those those yeah. products. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I'm glad you clarified uh, that and kind of brought some of that out. Because I've I always kind of wondered too, like, how do you do this? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Like, how do we get out there and, and kind of begin doing that? Yeah. So, like she said, we're nationwide. We're going to continue to focus on growing growing that customer base of social marketing, hitting, hitting the people that have already signed up with, you know, what features that are coming, just trying to grow grow our customer, customer base. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say one thing that has been very interesting as we grew that wait list and as we prepared for this nationwide launch is the majority of the people who signed up for our wait list signed up through the English website. Interesting. So really when we thought this was a product that catered primarily to Spanish speakers, we realized that there was an appetite from English speaking Latinos for this product as well, which yeah. means that that opportunity is even greater. Yeah, it's greater, and then it also, I think it also seems to solidify the idea that by celebrating that culture, even if they are Spanish, or even if they are English speaking first, mm -hmm. there's still a desire to participate in, in what you're doing. It's something that celebrates their culture. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. So that's one of the preconceived notions that, yeah. that came to fruition. The other one that was very interesting is, we initially thought that a ch an adoption challenge would be with the older demographic. But what we discovered is that a lot of the younger demographic is hesitant to open a bank account, not because it's not because of the technology, not because you're doing it online, but because it feels like a very adult thing to do. Mm. So you want to walk into a bank and say, help me, do I need my birth certificate, my school record, and yeah. what all do I need? Right. So really that, um, that meant that in our marketing, we had to really feature how easy it is to open an account. That yeah. you don't have to have, you know, your birth certificate with the imprint from the hospital. <laughs> that there's very limited things. In fact, you don't. Right. You just have to enter your information and verify your identity. Yeah, yeah, that is very interesting uh, to, to see. I, I would have guessed as well that the older demographic would have been the one that was a little more hesitant to be like. 
I don't know about this technology stuff. Yeah, right. to jump in there. But if you think about it, you could open the account from the comfort of your couch and in the privacy of your living room. So if it takes you 45 minutes to open this account that we said would only take three minutes because you maybe are not as familiar with the technology, you have to do it alone. That's Nobody true. saw it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yes. That's true. That's true. And and I, and I would imagine I, I'll, I'll be interested to see in the future like how much the the, the COVID year plus mm-hmm. impacted this like not wanting to go to the actual institution and get to stay and do that in your own home from your own yeah from your and own even home. during during covid going to the bank was not an option yeah that's a lot right. of cases yes so we were able to you know continue as business as usual yeah yeah so let's talk about uh the business piece and, and let's start we've talked a little bit about your team for a little bit uh you have a great team. I've gotten to meet all of you guys. At least I think I've met all of you guys. But but like, let's. I always want to give everybody a chance to do this to champion their team a little bit to talk about the skill sets and the people that you guys got working and what makes this all work. So, whoever wants to start or however you want to do this, tell us a little bit about your team and how you guys are pulling this off. Well, let, I'll, let me just start off saying the the team is the whole reason for the success, and that started with with our founders having a vision that you know, was genuine and that what drew what is what originally drew us to the project to begin with. Mm-hmm. So that that's one, the obvious thing. Um, we all have different, you know, characteristics and skills that we bring. So being a startup we do, you know, more than one thing. So that's nice to be able to draw on each other and no one no one is, you know, that's mine, don't touch it. It's let, yeah. let me share my experience yes. with you and let's yeah. let's get through this and let's do what's best. So that's all I just wanted to say that's one of the key things for me. Yeah, very cool. What about you two? I'd say I guess from our customer support aspect, we have um, a non-banker <laughs> um, working in that area and she brings the perspective from everyday users. Right. And so, you know, a lot of times we get caught up in our bank jargon and we say words that we uh, discount other people thinking that they would know what we mean but um, so we'll refer to Kim and we'll say hey what do you think if we mention this and she's like I don't understand what you're talking about we're like that's what we need to know <laughs> you know because if you can't understand what we're saying or what we're trying to convey then our users aren't going to yeah. so you know she brings that outside perspective and there seems to be like there will be an added complexity to that because you're talking multiple languages mm-hmm. now too mm-hmm. it's not just right. the right. bank jargon it's how do we say this across multiple Right, exactly. So I feel like she contributes to that aspect of it. Very cool. Other things about y'all's team that you really like? This is great about what we do. I'm also the Mm non-banker. And for me, this experience has been so enriching, getting to know them, learning from them, um, and also bringing the outsider perspective. One, from what I've seen in the blue-collar world um, in HR, uh, but then also the Hispanic component Mm -hmm. does it ring true does it it can easily go to where it feels um silly or mocking yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. so really keeping it authentic celebratory um but yeah it's been just a pleasure i think we all bring such different Mm -hmm. things to the table yeah well and i appreciate what you just said there because i think that's an important piece to draw out like the the latino aspects that you guys are infusing into not just the app but in how you do things it's not gimmicky it's it's like like to use your word, it's genuine. You know, it's that authentic desire uh, to honor uh, the culture and, and the people and where they come from, which I 
wholeheartedly appreciate in that. Um, man, thank you guys so much for doing this. Thank you for coming on and talking about uh, the your heart for people and the mission itself, and then also giving us a, a great insight of what it looks like to uh, work together as a team, uh, to do something new, and, and to really get creative for how you take care of uh, an underserved demographic within our culture today. So thank you guys so much for coming on and doing this. Absolutely. Madeira Companies people, we hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, we'll have another podcast for you out as soon as we can. Uh, for those of you who get a chance uh, to see this, it's probably coming out after the new year. So happy new year and uh, blessings on 2022. Thank you very much.